Hey everyone, Carrie here. On behalf of all of the Tot Gals, thank you for listening and thank you for your support. To win some swag, learn more about the show, and interact with us, follow Broken Drift Productions and subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. Enjoy the episode. every Thursday on the Broken Drift Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Mary Upchurch and I'm joined this week with my best good friends. Please welcome Carrie Gallagher. Hey. Katie Kay. What up? And Miles and Heather Weber. Hey. Hey Webbers. Um, You guys, this, is this taking over our lives? Yes. I mean, the Weathers were big, Webbers were big fans of The Bachelor, but I think a lot of us, except for Katie, right, we were kind of like, I don't know if I want to do this, but now we're talking about it, we're posting about it. How has The Bachelor this season started to take over your life, Carrie? So every afternoon, I used to go for a walk because I sit at my desk, I work from home, I don't leave the house, and now... Instead of having a nature break, I sit on my phone and eat Trader Joe's knockoff Pringles and just feed my face and my bachelor and bachelorette knowledge base. It's, it's gross. It's, it's a problem. You do Trader Joe's so well though, Carrie, I've been on a road trip with you and it's like, Katie, is this normal for you? The way it's taking over your life or is it different because it has like that pandemic vibe? This is the status quo for me. Um, I, you know, if it's not one, it's the other. So if it's not this that I'm obsessively Googling and Instagramming and reality steving, then it's something else. So right now it feels right. Yeah. And the Webbers, you would be doing this anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, this has just been our MO. If anything, the last season was like a vacation for me because there was just so fewer eye rolls. So, but this very much is reminiscent, yeah. I think, of uh, what was the crazy girl on Nick V season? Corinne? Corinne, yes, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm getting hardcore, Katie knows what I'm talking about. I'm getting hardcore oh. Corinne vibes now on this season. Yeah, there, there's, there's gotta be one absolutely psychotic lady on the show yeah. and we found her. Yeah. So, the thing that changed for us is now the next morning we listened to Nick V's podcast yes. and listened to him break it down. Yeah. And this week he actually had an executive CEO from ABC on there. So gave some juicy gossip on there. So we listened to that this morning while eating breakfast. Oh yeah. Yeah. And this guy sounded evil. Like as soon as he was like, I'm a producer, I'm like, you don't have a soul. <laughs> Well, let's get into it. I think now doing a YouTube show about Bachelor and Bachelorette is just an escalation of that obsession, right, Weber? Well, let's get after it. The way I see it, this show happened in about four parts. We had the first one-on-one date, um, and then we had the group date, we had the second solo date, and then we had the cocktail party, which led into the rose ceremony with a lot of crazy Victoria sprinkled all the way in. So. 
um, starting off with kind of the intros and then that first date, like Victoria was coming in hot from the very beginning. What did you notice, Katie? Oh, I mean, she was unprovokedly, I don't know if that's a word, uh, but just aggressive out of the gate. And I don't know if it was the editing, but all the other girls seemed like pretty silent and just kind of letting it fall. And like her comments would just die in open space in a room full of people. And so that could have been editing for sure. But I honestly was impressed that no one like bit with her commentary. So she started off hot and I was like, a bit much for an assignment room. What are you thinking, Carrie? I I thought her loungewear set was super cute. So kudos, you know, I like to use the sandwich methodology, one positive, one negative, one positive. It's hard to do that with her though. Um, Victoria is like a rage machine. And I think she does it to just get a response and reaction from people. And what I love about these girls is that they're so, they're just, they just remind me of a lot of the younger girls, like in their early twenties or even like late teens where they're, they're just so shady and they give such side eye without being blatantly negative to your face. So like one of the girls, I think it was like Jess, Jessalina maybe, I can't remember, Jessenia, whatever her name is. Instead of just being like, Victoria, you're being a mean, like B-I-T-C-H. She was like, um, so I choose not to put all of my negative energy out there and um, portray like negative stuff. But like, instead of just saying how I would say it, be like, I don't know. I just love that everything is just wrapped up in a pretty little bow, but it's so shady. Yeah. Um, whoever's, do you think, is it kind of status quo? Like whoever first bites is going to lose or is it a good strategy just kind of to ignore the crazy? I mean, you kind of have to ignore the crazy as much as you can. Mm -hmm. I think MJ's playing the best hand with all this. She's observing, she's taking the info in, but she's just kind of letting Victoria hang herself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how you gotta, you, you can't dig in too much. Cause then you, you don't want to be the other person when they go like, so I think you should know that this person's a bitch yeah. and like, you don't want to be that like, other person. You don't want to wind up on the two on one and yeah. whoever bites ends up on the two on one. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and they, know this. they know this. They're like, <laughs> yeah. so with that being said, that just started Victoria off into a frenzy um, they do such a good job of like making all the girls watch Matt on his dates. Did you, I, did you love those little pieces with the fireworks? I'm like, oh, there they are. Um, but the first date was with Brie. We all love Brie. They went on this really cool ATV adventure. And I gotta say, I was so mad the way Matt was driving that ATV. So dangerous. Not cool to flip an ATV. Have you ever done this? But it was a great reason for him to be like, I crashed, so let me take my shirt off to take your mind off of everything that just happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. also, not for nothing. Anybody else notice the Aladdin move where he's like, do you trust me? And I'm just like, bitch, this isn't a magic carpet. What are you doing? <laughs> Who are you playing? I was like, you know, a dangerous date like that with adventure and like the fear is going to bring them closer together. Would that work on you, Carrie? Um, you know, forests in general, I just think Lyme's disease. So I would say, 
I, what I do like about these dates are the evening dates with a two top and a beautiful tablescape and some wine. Sign me up for that. I don't care. I'm fucking bougie. I don't care. Yeah, that was nice. But Katie, what did you think of that outdoor wood fired hot tub? Because I was like, that's nice. Steamy, sensual. Also, yeah, bougie. If we're talking glamping, here we are in this wooden hot tub. I specifically booked an Airbnb during the pandemic that had a wooden hot tub. And let me tell you, lives up to the hype. <laughs> it is so, it's better than any other hot tub. Cause you're like in nature, it smells good. It's just so good. And I was like, damn. It kind of reminds me of old cartoons where like the villain is cutting carrots into the hot tub and they're like, mm. It was very Bugs Bunny. Oh, Bugs Bunny. But um, did you notice, Webers, how like um, Mike, G- what's his name? Matt. I'm like, Matt. <laughs> Matt, he was, I mean, I'm glad they finally kissed, but he was kind of like leaning back and I was like, are they going to kiss? Like, was he playing cool guy or what do you think are his thoughts about Brie? He seemed to be into her, yeah. Because, I mean, he leaned all the way in for the kiss. And she was saying in the confessional that's what she wanted. And so he did. The, it wasn't like a like a 70-30 thing. He went all the way to her. So, yeah, it was a it was a full thing. So, yeah, I, I think he's into her. It seemed like they had a good date. They had a good connection, too. Like, um, so speaking of that evening date with the two top carry, like they got really deep. Did you, was that, did that feel authentic to you? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think it was a really nice conversation where they punched through the surface and Brie was really vulnerable. And again, that's the hot word of this season. Brie let down her walls and talked about something that genuinely was shocking to me. And I hope I'm not like a prude or super vanilla, but to know that Bree's mother was pregnant with her at the age of 13, I was like, I can't even imagine what that scenario was. And then Bree also disclosed, which I thought was not so much concerning, but just um, maybe a red flag that Bree had never introduced any boyfriend to her mother. And so I thought that was very... I thought that was weird, right? I didn't hear that part, but that is a little weird. But also, if your mom's only 13 years older than you, there's a good chance she can, like... That's probably why. Oh, man. Is she hot? They're in the cool part of, like, teen mom right now, which is when they're all grown. Now you just got a drinking buddy. So, yeah, no, they're living their best life with it. But that's, yeah, that's true. The mom might swoop. That makes sense. Well, and then she said her mom's, like, starting a new family right now. Yeah, yeah. Did you see uh, many times I saw Matt get a little teary eyed and that really made me like him a lot more. I really wanted to see more of his personality in this episode because, you know, I'm not sure he has one, to be honest. Um, but I like seeing the tears. Um, good. Okay. Anything else with this first date that's on your mind that you're like, hey, Mary, you missed that? No, I thought it was good. Seemed like they had fun. Still like her. She's still one of my leading ladies as far as like who's the best fit. Seemed normal, you know, seemed like it was a good connection. So <laughs> yeah, she is quality. I loved her um, outfit in the evening, by the way, the jacket and that dress. Yeah, Carrie. <laughs> All right. So now we get into this crazy group date. This thing was, you know, it was a little too soon. We just did this with Tasha and Zach and everybody. 
but they did that whole dress thing. Did anybody else feel like, are they wasting all these dresses? There's people who could use these. Yeah. As someone that just planned a wedding and bought a dress, uh, obnoxious (laughs) waste happening. Also exactly correct. We just saw this date. We knew we were gonna get repeats, but like, must we this early? And I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. Not a fan of the photographer. Why is he there? Cast someone else. What's happening? Yeah, there's a I lot better like a, you can get. I think if they're gonna do it that close, they need to like change it up a little bit. Like Nick V's, they had themes in there. So there was like an Adam and Eve, a shotgun wedding, a mermaid wedding. Right. right? There was at least themes with it to make it interesting. But it was also less ladies at that point. So, I mean, he did it with, uh, did the photo shoots with different girls, but this, there was just too many of the ladies and there were just a line of them. And when I was in my early twenties, I worked as a costume character at Six Flags. And I was like, yeah, he used to do this. Like they're all in line. They're all ready, waiting to take their picture. And then I guess they get a printout uh, at, by the exit. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they had, oh, there we are. Like, yeah, it seemed very costume character. Like, all right, here we go. Watch your hands. Like, it was very odd. Yeah, some of the girls did a really good job. I mean, they made some really nice photos, but this was a perfect opportunity for Victoria's Crazy to sprout. And I feel like they're, they're really trying to pit uh, Madi against Victoria because she keeps interrupting her. Mari or Madi. Um, the Miss Universe. I, I called her um, Miss Universe before I realized. I'm like, She's totally a Miss Universe, but um, I'd be pissed if somebody kept interrupting me with 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 the dude. Like those are fighting, you know, things. Well, especially she was just standing there. That was like she just went and stood next to him while they were taking the pictures, and she was like in the frame playing with her hair. And it's just like, how are you a human being? Is this how you, do you people this way when there's not a lockdown? So I will say for the photographer in that scene, he already forgot about her while she was standing to the side and called the next girl up, so. Yeah, and then we start getting into some of those issues like, okay, she's ruining it for other people now with, with what she's doing, but, but then there was a twist and whoa, what a twist it was. This turned into like, I had a hard time following it, but from what I understand, it was paintball, capture the heart, and basically let's try to kill each other and and get really dirty. Um, free for all. What'd you guys think of this game? What were the highlights? What was like the lowlights and the scary parts? I'll start with KG. I loved this date because I think it's just fun to see the girls get competitive and real. And I liked that it was, I liked that they were getting down and dirty. I was all for this twist on the date and it looked like it got really aggressive. And then everybody's favorite, what's his name? Fat Paul, Fat Rob. What's his name? The rap. Who's the rap? Polly. Polly, yeah. Polly, yeah. That guy was there doing nothing and I loved it. Katie, what were your highs and lows from the from the paint game? Kudos to the producers for, you know, leveling up, I guess, the wedding dress photo shoot date to begin with. Like we needed an extra layer. I just, it's like, I don't know. I think that them shooting it, maybe we just, it got lost in translation. I didn't enjoy the like I enjoyed the idea, but then watching the rest, I was like, 
Okay. Like, because we just, yeah, I didn't know who was on what team. It was unclear what even made them win. Like, I'm glad they got rid of half the people. That was the point. I'm glad we don't have 19 people or whatever it is on a date at night. But it just was like, ugh. I felt like this episode, my general note was like, I just kept looking at my phone. I'm like, is it fucking four hours long? Like, it just felt like every scene was so long. I'm sorry. In, in their defense, I guess the game lasted an hour. So they had to edit down the game lasting an hour to what we saw. In those poor women. Exactly. And that that's why they were so tired. Like, when they got back, if they didn't get... Uh, if they got eliminated when they got back it's like I just spent an hour playing this game and I don't get time with them and the ones that did that's why they were so just tired during yeah. the whole thing yeah. Heather really, like played to win and was like I'm doing this shit um I mean M didn't MJ like take a purse to the face and yeah. then like still kept going? I mean, it's hard because they just showed little little parts. She had the heart for a while though. Yeah, she had the, the heart end, for a while. Yeah, and she took it all the way, I think. So, they kept yeah. falling. Everybody kept falling. If they could have. Yeah. But yeah. Rachel played hard too. Yeah, yeah. Rachel played another hard one. So yeah, she was good too. I think Rachel is finally starting to get a little bit of the screen time she probably deserves. I think she's a quality um, bachelorette or, or contestant. I think she's going to go pretty far in this. So, so yeah. So then um, it was actually Victoria's team. I don't remember what color team that was, red or yellow. They won. But Mari got to come over to the winning side to the cocktail party because she worked really hard and did a good job. So uh, Miss Universe ain't messing around. And then they had this really great cocktail party. Like you said, Heather, there was emotions on the other side, but then we quickly kind of forgot about them. And then the girls that were there, my note here, I said, these girls really know what they want. I think I'm talking about Lauren, Lauren here. Mm -hmm. but like they really were great at articulating, like this is what I want and deserve. And Matt seemed here for it. What did you think about the cocktail party? Katie, I'm gonna go to you first. I think I was really proud of all of them too, but I think my thing with Matt is he's almost too good at soaking in each one of them. And I think he, he's gonna paint himself in this position where each one of them think they have a really strong connection. Like, I don't blame him because they're solid girls. I just think like when he says stuff like, tell me what I can do to make this process more easier for you. Or when he like does that accommodating thing but with multiple girls, I think it's like gonna end up with him in a pickle. Like he's being too good with each person. Oh, I didn't think about that. I was like, good for you, Matt. I was getting a little annoyed. He kept saying, I like that. Yeah. I like that. And it's like, ooh, you, that's what makes me wonder if he has a personality. Carrie, is there anything behind those eyes? Who stood out to you in the cocktail party? Lauren did. And, and he did say, I like that. And I love that to about three or four things she was talking about. I mean, she talked a lot about her parents' relationship and that they put God first. And I think that was the first time he was like, I like that. I like that. And I, Lauren stood out for me. I think that's why she got the rose. I think she stood out for Matt, but Katie makes such an interesting point. I know who I like, but I still don't know who Matt likes because he literally looks at all of these girls with dreamy eyes, sparkle in his eyes. And I don't know where Matt stands on any of these girls. Huh. I, 
okay. I will give you that only in the fact that he kissed Victoria. And I'm like, what? But exactly. Like, how, yeah, like of all of the girls to kiss, like Victoria is sloppy and mean. And well, she asked it real during like the conversation. But that was, that's like the only real snippet, snippet we saw when she was somewhat authentic. She made no sense. I just want to let you know, I'm like a human and I'm vulnerable. Um, could you guys track that, Webers? Were you tracking what she was putting down? I thought it was incredible how nothing she said. Like, it was, in, it was very political. Like, I'm like, man, you've been talking this whole time, but I feel like I know less having listened to you. Like, her whole thing was just, she's just really toxic, and I just wanted to let you know how it's been hard for me here. And that wasn't she that did. Conversation. Oh, it wasn't You're that jumping. one? Oh, yeah, that was the second one. This no, the first one, she, she was, was still terrible. She was saying that uh, she. When her face changed, because he said, when he oh, was like, he... I like that. No, or no, no, no. He said, That's what I love about you. And she just. He loves me. You could just, <laughs> if you go back and watch, her whole face <laughs> just. <laughs> Like, he loves me immediately. Like, oh man, the crazy was all up on her face. Oh, we gotta have one. I could identify with that. Cause I would be like, oh my gosh, you guys, he's so obsessed with me. Um, I'll tell I, you more. I think he is gonna spread himself thin though. Cause yeah. like Katie was saying, he's too equal with like just being a nice guy, which is a good quality out in the regular world when you're dating normally. But homie, you can't like give all of them yeah. the carrot. Well, man. I, I don't think anybody prepped him for, hey, by the second time you see these girls, they're going to pour their souls out to you. Yeah. Because he doesn't know how these conversations go. And you have to be like this and this and this happened to me and this. So I don't think anybody prepped him on like, by the time, the second time you see him, you're going to know all the cancer in their family, the yeah. deaths, their childhood, their everything. All of it. And you know that within 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It was watching him go back and forth. Also, uh, because I feel like this is around the same time, I forgot Dildo Girl was Dildo Girl because she didn't have her Dildo. Have the Dildo, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was like, do you not know who that is? He's like, like no, I'm that? like, that's the vibrator. Like, Shut up. And I'm like, see, she leaned on it too much. Episode one, I forgot she had a face. <laughs> All right then, um, so then, so that was the crazy cocktail party to end that group date. I think we got everything right that happened there, all the significant stuff, because then next we went to the next solo date with, um, what's her name? Sarah. 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 Do you guys like Sarah? Give me a thumbs up if you like Sarah, thumbs down if you don't. Uh, I don't. Uh. I think she looks like um, the girl from uh, Alexis Rose from Schitt's Creek. Yeah. On a bad day, she looks like one of the girls from um, White Chicks, kind of. Yeah. From White Chicks? Brothers dress as a white girl. I don't think it's a compliment to a woman if it's like, you look like a Wayans brother as a white lady. Like, she is very pretty, but there was a TikTok today. Somebody pointed out that like when they kissed, Matt had like a ton of makeup on the yeah but so what you guys think of what you guys think about sarah carrie i'll start with you i think she's a sweet girl i think she'll probably stick around because she's nice um i like her um 
I guess there's just really nothing too memorable or anything like unique about her other than what's going on with her father, which is incredibly unfortunate, but her as a person, she doesn't really seem that interested, but she seems, she's a very sweet girl. Yeah, like a good person. Um, did you, I thought it was kind of an overkill of like, I'm holding back, holding back. They said that so many times and I'm like, and then the big thing is, is ALS. It's like, why are, why are you holding that back? You know, I feel like they're just pushing a storyline. Yeah. Um, but I do have a lot of mad respect for her and she kind of gave up her career to be a caretaker. Um, and I think that Matt, like he just really, I think, he, well, now I think, I think his tummy, he's, he's, I was going to say, he's really seeing it. He's really like liking qualities that are good in, in these people. But then now you're telling me he's, he's either faking it or spreading himself too thin. And I'm like, Oh no, I don't trust you. Anyway. I think he's he's really physically attracted to her. Yeah. And he mm. wants there to be something. Yeah. He's like, yeah. please let there be anything that I can keep pushing forward. I, I feel like physically she's his type. Cause he was saying, he's just like, I really want her to open up. Like, I really want to get to know it. Like he kept wanting there to be so many more advances there. So I'm like, okay, I think that's your physical cup of tea. I just don't think she's got the whole, I feel like Lauren was killing it. Like they really had a conversation where he's just like, yeah, yeah. Everything that just came out of your mouth. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, I, I just think he was into her physically. Do you think getting the rose on these solo dates is almost a given this early in the show? No, it doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes they get sent home. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, sometimes they don't make it. And they're like, eh, yeah, no, this isn't working for me. And they'll get sent home. So, they'll I mean, they'll yeah. bring somebody they're unsure of on a one-on-one -on -one just yeah. to get that clarity. And then you kind of get to get rid of an extra on top of the rose ceremony. Yeah. Kind of like okay. easy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. She got easy home on the one on, on his one-on-one. -on -one. And I was, was he was like, love it. he's like, I love that door that you're about to walk out of. Later in the show when it was getting really clear who she liked like this early on it's like he's picking girls he likes i guess That's if true. he had any I, I i guess i suspect maybe the next episode and, and going forward we're gonna see him start to not like people it's still yeah. only episode two he likes everybody it sounds like um interesting all right excuse me that biplane was pretty cool though um, no one gave her a hair tie I was thinking the same thing. She had to just rude, and it was whipping him in the face. Yeah. Like yeah, he was so sad. Isn't that a hazard for the pilot behind her? Like, aren't we thinking of that? I did enjoy that. Like between the plane and the fireworks, you've never seen a group of people more upset at those two magical things. Usually, it's like fireworks. Oh my! And they're just like that bitch is making out with him right now. I know it. Like. They were so salty about both of those things. Oh, I know she's in that plane. I hope it goes down. But now with him, like, they were so salty. It was a dream. These were, like, kind of very dreamy dates. Uh, so, loved it. So now we get to the cocktail party with, was this the winners of the thing, or was it everybody? It was everybody. It was everybody, wasn't it? Was everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, my gosh. This, I think this is a clever twist with whole Marilyn. I, I never saw where Marilyn was rude to her. And she said, I'd like to learn more about you. And I'm like, how could you see that? It's bad. Like, you can't say anything to Victoria. Were, was your head spinning, Carrie, also? 
Yes, and I think Victoria's biceps are tired from just stirring the pot. This is this is reality TV 101. Like you need like in every real housewives city there's a pot stirrer and there's going to be a pot stirrer on this show. It's Victoria. We need to keep her around because other than Victoria, like Katie said, this episode seemed way longer than an hour and a half because it was just there wasn't anything like dramatic and gross and just bleh, to lead to like really sink our teeth into. And then Victoria makes literally something out of nothing. And we, we don't even know what exactly was said other than possibly Victoria misinterpreting what Marilyn said regarding wanting to get to know her better. So the stress of this is, oh no, it seems like Matt believes Victoria because he heard her first. Do you think he's going to be that dumb or is this, a, are they tricking us? What are they doing with this? I'll start with Katie, then I'm going to go to the Webbers. There is some producer working overtime on this to make, to feed Victoria, to feed Matt. I, if he doesn't see through this because Marilyn couldn't have handled it with any more grace. Like I was like, girl, you are taking some woosaw breaths. You haven't raised your voice. Like this crazy ass bitch is literally fabricating words that you never said. And you're somehow handling it with grace. Like after the whole, also her conversation, like the Weber said with Matt was so validating for Victoria. And she had this huge glow on her face. But as soon as the orchid was given to Marilyn, that's when she decided she was bullied. So it's like, she was so jealous of that, that this all has to happen now. I'm shocked if Matt buys into it, I'm going to be pissed at him. If the it's, it's so stupid and poor Marilyn had the audacity to say, I want to understand why you are the way you are. Yeah, what did you think, Webbers? I mean, my fascination with her, besides that dress being hideous, was uh, she was a flight attendant for private jets. How? Like with the little patience she has, I don't understand how she can be around celebrities and just be poised. Absolutely not. She couldn't be poised in that. Well, I think they said that she only had that job for like a year. And I'm just like, if you worked as a private jet flight attendant for only a year, it was because you were fired. No one's mm -hmm. just like, yeah, I think I'll dabble in this exotic life. It's like, no, you were probably stealing champagne. And, and trying to smuggle in condoms, depending on the celebrities. Uh, yeah, I think she's just a hot mess. I think she very much so like just is gaslighting the whole Maryland situation. I, we had to rewind it because I'm like, did you see anything? I didn't see anything happen. I saw nothing happen. Uh, and even like, usually there's at least one thing that was said or a sentence that it's like, okay, she's latching onto that. I'm like, no, I don't even know what you're latching onto. And even that was like, I was left to believe that maybe she was bullying her. He even had to fill it in. Cause he's like, I don't know what happened. And so yeah, it was stupid. I kind of have a problem too with like, why are you going after Marilyn? I don't think she's a, like, I'd like to see her go after a top contender or a stronger kind of bolder girl and get beat down. Like Marilyn's not even a threat to really anybody. I don't know if she knows that at this point or we're just watching editing, but like, 
I felt like Marilyn was probably just an easy target. I guess there she was her roommate, but yeah, well, I think that's what it was. Is it was the roommate thing. Yeah. So it's really easy because even all the women were like, "Oh, well, I don't know, I wasn't there." And so mm -hmm. even women are just like, I'm not going to tell you I'm on her side, but I wasn't there. So I'm going to stay in between. I think the only reason that Matt bought into anything is because she said that she was forced to sleep on the couch. The way she phrased it. Yeah. That was the only thing that I'm like, because she said it that way, I think that's where he went. With yeah. It. It's, she definitely stretched a lot of things where there was absolutely nothing, but it's got everybody confused. Cause like you were saying, because they were roommates, you could play like, oh, well, you weren't there, you weren't, no. And all the girls are like, yeah, we weren't. Even the girl from Africa was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Victoria was trying to get salty with her and just like, why are you looking up? It's just like, because I'm trying to ask God what you're saying. Like, I don't, you're not making, none of us understand what you're saying. Oh, Victoria, some of those techniques, those things she was doing, you know, just she, she pushes, she'll call you out. She's not really letting anybody hide. Um, so interesting. She said something in the beginning of the show when she was real mad about the one-on-one -on -one date. And I think it pretty much, it's all encompassing her as a person. She said, I'm not jealous, I just want that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's her. She said that and she meant it. You know, some of the, I'm not saying I wouldn't think some of the things that she was saying. You just don't say it. Like, and it's true. I'm not here to make friends with all you people. However, there are some benefits if you do, you know, all yeah. these people podcast together and do things together. But like, but you just don't say it out loud. And that's where I think Victoria is really putting a nail in her coffin. Or just say it to the confessional. That's where I think you split the difference. You're friends with them. And then if you have some extraneous thoughts of like, that bitch doesn't deserve it, like say to the confessional so we can laugh with you, but you're not like a straight up horrid bitch, you know? <laughs> yes. So this led to, did they start the rose ceremony? Mm -hmm. Okay, so they yeah. started the rose ceremony and then that's when Lauren, Sarah, right? Sarah. Sarah passed out. She's like, I can't handle this. Does this kind of mean anything or go anywhere, do you think? It's no. just weird because she has a rose. Like, this is typically something that somebody that doesn't have a rose yet would pull. Yeah. So it's weird because she has a rose. Yeah, she doesn't get the attention or anything. So, yeah. It, you think it, she's going to be, like, I'm stressed because of this drama and I know Victoria's wrong? No. I think she genuinely locked her knees on the risers and they filmed for, like, two hours. And I think... I genuinely don't think she meant to cause drama. I think she like was standing with her knees locked. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't like her knees. <laughs> it was a two-week continued. I was like, no, it's too early. And I'm really enjoying crossing people off my list. Like I wanna do that whole thing. I have a good list this year. Well, let me ask you this as we kind of wrap it up. Who are your people? Like, who do you think, you know, got some FaceTime or no wait? Who is like an undervalued gem that is just not getting what they need, but they deserve it? And then who is like, who's going to be fodder for the fire? Like people that we just need to get cut. What are your thoughts? Let's think about it for a second. I'll start with the Webbers. I mean, I think the, uh, the underdog who has the most value is MJ. 
I think she seems like a cool person and seems to have a good head on her shoulder. She seems fun. She seems genuine. She mm -hmm. wears the least makeup of all of the women. Mm -hmm. uh, and every, we've noticed both weeks, like, yeah, she's just very naturally pretty. So I think she deserves a lot more airtime than she's getting. I still like Brie. Yeah. Uh, uh, Abigail killed it. They have a little thing now where they- That was so cute and well received. Like it could have been annoying if somebody else did it, but it was like, they've, oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, so she was I want Rachel to get more screen time. Yeah. Um, And the girl from Africa, because yeah. she is so supportive. I don't know if you heard her in the background when I think it was Sarah got the one-on-one. She got the one-on-one. -on -one. She's like, yay. Yeah. She's so supportive with everything. She's so That's nice. Like, I want her in a confessional. I just want more of her. Oh, yeah. Doesn't she kind of, um, every time I see her, she reminds me of the scene in Coming to America where she, she fart, how does it go? She's like, she's like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Like, she yeah. looks like that woman, the princess. Yeah. She does. Well, even she was talking about like cooking and he was like, how can I help? And she's like, just bring wine and just be there. What is her name? Where is she? Where is she? Red dress. Uh, Maggie. Maggie. Katie mm -hmm. um, uh, K, like who are your favorites? Who do you think is not getting enough attention? And who do you think just needs to go? Okay, I'm on the same page as the lovers with MJ. She's so cool and I wanna see more of her. And I, this is not an underdog by any sense, but I have a girl crush on Sarah. My two cents is like, she, I, most selfless person. To, I feel like they were pulling it out of her. Whereas a lot of contestants would have been like, so I quit my job and I'm helping my sick dad where she was like, I don't even want to say this. Like this is his business and I should not even be here. She was like genuinely selfless. And I, when he was like, it's an honor, like blah, blah, blah. And so anyways, my opinion is I'm obsessed with her right now. And uh, I think she's like super genuine. So she's like my top pick right now. All Even right. though that's like so obvious, but. Carrie, who are your kind of favorites? Who's not getting the attention they need? I agree with the Webbers, just like I did last week. I think MJ and Rachel are not getting the attention they need. I think they're two really cool chicks with like fun personalities cool jobs. Like, I just feel like they have a lot more to bring to the table and we haven't been able to see Matt James go um, deeper with them in any conversation. So I'm excited for that. And I'm going to throw Serena C in there as well. The flight attendant from San I Francisco. Her. I think she's, I think she's fun and could be interesting, but again, we just don't know yet. My front runners after this week, Lauren, I love Lauren. I think she comes from like a really good family background, which is what Matt James wants. Like he talked about wanting to, or enjoying hanging out with big families when he, when he was a kid. And it sounds like Lauren already has that a, a part. It's part of her identity. And so I think, I think they're going to get a lot closer. And I, you guys, again, I don't think Abigail's going to make it to hometowns. Wow. I just don't see it. I don't see it at this point. It's Lauren. possible. Lauren's dope though, but I called it last week with her. She's the corporate attorney. So that's why I was, yes. yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, get it, girl. See, I told you this one had her shit together. Yes, yeah. totally. You're you're on it. I kept noticing, I kept noticing, it might have been Alina 
in the long sleeve pink dress. And I was like, who is that girl? She is so pretty. She looks like somebody else who's famous. But I was like, she is really standing out. And she almost looks like, um, she almost looks like Sarah, but she has like, and I'm like, who is that girl? I feel like she's going to be the one that's going to get cut without ever getting any attention, but she's gorgeous. Um, it might be Elena. She was the meatballs girl. Mm. Um, I also really like um, Alana, the noodle kiss girl. I think she seems interesting along with Serena C. Like I want to see these girls because they seem spicy and bold. Whereas the girls right now that are getting a lot of attention are the quiet, sweet ones. And that's that's kind of like real life anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so really quick, as we wrap up, what do you think is going to happen like in the first 30 minutes of the next episode with this to be continued? I mean, we know Victoria's staying. Yeah, because she was in the preview. Because she was in the preview. So yeah. we know she's staying. So yeah. she's at least going to get one more. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, Sarah's going to get taken off in the ambulance. I, I think she's the ambulance ride, which, again, I think it's like Katie said, don't lock your knees. I think that, I think it was something simple. Uh, yeah. But also, when we were listening to the podcast with Nick V and the producer, he was kind of trying to defend, like, well, you know, they filmed for a long time. And those girls go through a lot. Like, he, like it's not his fault, you know? <laughs> like, And so, yeah, he was just like, oh, well, you'll see next week. So, yeah, I, I think uh, Sarah's taking the ambulance ride, more drama. With okay. Yeah. So I think, I think Matt might send uh, Marilyn home. Uh, I think I think he's going to fall to what Victoria's doing. That's so scary. Carrie, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, Marilyn's going to get the boot. I think probably five other girls might as well. And then that would usher in the reason to bring in a crop of new girls, like another half dozen. Oh, so that's, that's what I think. Does Marilyn leave with the orchid? Like, is that just how she so. walks? I <laughs> hope she gets to take that orchid back with her. It's like a slot machine. It's like, rose, 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 orchid. Like, you lose. Um, Katie, what do you think is going to happen? You look stressed. I'm stressed because I forgot about the new girls. I definitely think because of the previews, Marilyn's getting the axe. Unfortunate, but girl, just go to Instagram. You're going to have an army. Don't you worry. Um, and yeah, I think the Sarah pass out scare whatever is gonna even make their connection stronger because it looks like he goes and runs to her and is like are you okay could lost you like it just looks so stupid but like I love her so it's fine and like girls stand different but um yeah I don't know I'm like I'm just hoping that next week is more dynamic and less of the same note of Victoria like I'm down for her to stay if it's gonna stir the pot but like can we like move on is what I'm wanting from them well, if this works, she pulled off a big manipulation and got somebody sent home. So, like, she might be upping her game. <sighs> well, there you have it, you guys. Thank you so much for being with us on Totally Off Topic. Check us out right here on the Broken Drift YouTube channel. But you can also hear us as a podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes every Thursday. So, just in time for you to kind of get ready uh, for the next week's episode. We'll be right back next week with another new episode for Carrie Gallagher, Katie Kay, Miles and Heather Weber. I'm Mary Upchurch. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey there, Carrie again. 
Thanks for listening. For exclusive content, head to the Broken Drift Patreon account. And before the outro music plays, subscribe to the Broken Drift Productions YouTube channel to watch the episodes or subscribe to our podcast channel. All links are in the episode bio.